The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising, and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay. I mean, you made it all the way here, right? We got to give it a shot. <laughs> we got to give it a shot this morning. Um, yeah, it's 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 such a it's such a beautiful, great, powerful uh, feast that we celebrate the Epiphany, and um, I do, I don't know I should I'm gonna say some silly things, okay? And unfortunately for me, they're recorded for for posterity. But um, you know, I'm I'm on a um, an, an email group with um, with clergy in this in this region. Um, some some guys in Sussex, but they mainly serve in in Morris County, Morris County clergy, of all different denominations. And so we're on the email chain last night, and, and everybody's saying that they're canceling services today, right? And I'm, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm going to say some silly things, you know, but this is, so everyone's, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to respond, right? Because, because I'm going to say three masses today, you know, and like we're, and, I, and part of it was like my thought, my, I understand very well, right? Worship of God means sometimes that you don't show up, right? If, we were, if, if worship of God meant that we were going to put everybody's lives in jeopardy, uh, then I think the worship of the God who is love would demand probably something else of us, okay? So if they find themselves in that position, so be it. I said, well, we're an, we, we are an incarnational people, though, are we not? So there was all this kind of chatter about, we're going to go remote today. I said, but there is no remote, Right? Because we're an incarnational people. We, we do it in the flesh, or we don't do it at all. Okay, now, that's a silly thing as well, right? Because we have people watching this right now, and, uh, and they are participating in worship to the best of their ability. And they're being transformed, I hope, right? If, if we're praising God well and we're doing it together, then, then they also are being transformed in the flesh by their encounter with Christ Jesus and, and the Word 
the word that is spoken here and transmitted through the airwaves or the, or the, uh, the ethernet, however it, however it works, and, and finds its way to their hearts in such manner that they're able to be transformed. You know, thank God that we, we no longer have to make this, this trek. Yeah, our guys didn't even make it. This, you know, this is the, the, uh, the, how, how badly the storm has derailed us. You know, the, our guys, our major, I didn't even make it to the, <laughs> didn't make it to the manger yet. So we'll, we'll try to figure that out at some point today. But this is a significant journey from the east of the Magi, right? What, what a significant act of, of worship, of adoration, that, that is just to, make your, just to make your way. And whether it's that we together have, have made our way, I've made the short trek across the driveway, you've made your, your, your trek across town and the rest in order to be here, as people have made their trek to their computer screen, whatever, whatever the great journey was um, was this morning. We've made it as an act of, of adoration. We've made it as an act of worship. God is our priority. God is our priority. Yeah, and this is it, right? This can you imagine? Like they, now, we don't have say access to the night sky in the same way that they did two thousand years ago, right? Because of light, they call it light pollution, um, kind of blocks out uh, for us so all the all the great glories of of the sky. But can you imagine? You know, this is some years before the birth of Jesus. The the confluence of we're we're led, we we are we understand it, the the confluence of um, Saturn and Jupiter in the night sky, you know, blazing up the sky. But some years before the birth of Jesus the Magi catch wind of something going on, as it were, in the heavens and recognize that there's, there's a trek that they must make then yeah, in order to find where the heavens are coming in contact with the earth, right? Like wh- what, what the earthly reality is of which the heavens are, you know, pointing, like that, that big flashing light in the sky, the big pointer to say, yeah, there's something going on there and you need to be there. And they go, and they go. We don't know how long that journey was. Of course, it would have been difficult. Of course, it would have been dangerous. They had the money to do it, because we know by, of course, the gifts that they're bringing. I mean, they're bringing gold, you know? Gold is a pretty expensive commodity back in the day as well. Gold and frankincense and These are the gifts that you bring to a king. They're gifts that you bring to a god. They go out in order to do him homage, right? We see even the language of, of the scriptures. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Right? They, went, they went out to find a king. They found a, you know, an impoverished family in a house in Bethlehem with a little, with a little baby. And somehow, that be, precisely because you know, that they, have been, um, they have been men who think with the heavens, they're able to see the reality in front of them. Not many people will be able to see that. We don't have a sense in the, in the scriptures that there was a line outside the door. You know, they had to wait in line in order to prostrate themselves before Jesus. We don't have that sense. Because they, because they saw with the heavens, as it were, they could see the reality of the king of the Jews and lord of all nations, the rightful ruler of every human heart, was in front of them. They prostrated themselves. They gave, them, they gave him the very best of what they had. Yeah, and this is, this is the story. And in fact, the story is, it, it is that wild. And it's wilder yet in the fact that it points forward to some of the concluding parts of, of Matthew's gospel. This is, the, this is part of the very beginning of, of the gospel of Matthew, the beginning of the second chapter of the gospel of Matthew. Yeah, and, and here we see Gentiles coming from afar to proclaim him king. The next time that we see Gentiles saying that Jesus is king, 
king. It's going to be in, in the passion narrative. Yeah, where the soldiers, in mockery of Jesus, are calling him king. Hail, king of the Jews. That's the next time. You better believe Matthew has that in mind. These are not only inspired authors, but also brilliant authors. Matthew knows very well, right, what this, where the story is going to lead to its culmination. And all the while, he's been telling the same story. This is, this is a king, you know, not of our making. In fact, not of our choosing. If he's a king of our making, we expect him to see the, the, crown, the crown of gold and the scepter in his hand. And he's ruling by might, you know, from the, from the earliest age. It's not what's he's, he's lying vulnerable as a baby in a, in a manger when we first encounter him. Yeah, his kingship is, is very different from what we would expect. And then the Gentiles proclaiming his kingship in mockery of him as, he's, as he has a crown of thorns on and the, and the scepter, the reed, you know, that's being, that's being used as a torture device to, to beat him with. He is still king. He's king. Your God is king. This is the great proclamation. Your God is king. Your God is, your God is willing to suffer for you. Your God is willing to suffer with you. Your God has come to bear your burden, and he is your king. He's come, he's come to love you in the flesh, and he's really made it quite easy for us, at least as a, as a baby, to love him in the, in the flesh. You know? How can you not love a baby? Right? Even Angelina back there, right? Yeah, I, we heard you. <laughs> you know? We love you. you know? uh, this, is, this is it, right? It's like our God has come to love us in the flesh. He's come to be loved by us. Because, why, why is that? It's because love is his reign, right? He rules by love. And he's called us into his, king, into his kingdom to be agents of his loving rule. So the other point of, like, when we look to, when we look to the star lighting up the night sky, right, to that, to that ungodly darkness at the end of Jesus' life, right, all these parallels are there. We also have um, here Jesus uh, being encountered by the nations, as it were, the Magi coming from the east. And there at the very end of the gospel, and this is the point, Matthew 28, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, plunging them into the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, plunging them into the Trinitarian life, plunging them into God's own life of love. That's the commission of the disciples at the end. That's how Jesus' kingship comes to bear in the world. Right, so, and that, that's the entire story then, right? So for us, we're living into that today. We've made our journey. We've made our pilgrimage. We've, br we've brought him the very best of what we have, and we've come to give it to him in these acts of, of worship and devotion and adoration. And, we, and in the offering of our gifts, of our very selves, our very hearts to him, we are transformed in the offering. We're transformed by the love of God that summoned us here, the love of God that renews us here, the love of God that gives us strength to go out and proclaim the kingship of Christ. Yeah, even though it's, it, it, it might seem strange, right? The world still seems as though it's in darkness. But we've been lit up with the fire of divine love. And as we love the world into life, then we will see the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven.